Welcome to the Spill the Tea podcast. My name is Emily Brett and I'm a six-figure business owner, money mindset and manifestation expert. I'm going to be spilling the tea on everything you need to know about building a successful business whilst working less and earning more than you ever have before, whilst healing your money mindset and manifesting your dream life. My life's mission is to show you that if you can dream it, you can achieve it and you can be, do and have anything your heart desires. I know we're going to have so much fun together, so let's get started, shall we? Welcome back. I am so excited because we have an amazing guest on today. We're going to be talking all around money mindset and I literally cannot wait. So welcome, Jen. Do you want to introduce yourself to everyone? Yeah, thanks for having me. So my name is Jennifer Grace. I'm a money mindset and business coach. Um, I've been coaching for like probably about five years now. I've done loads of work with um, with women who are entrepreneurs to develop their money mindset and to go for their dreams and to do the audacious things and to really like claim the money that they truly want to have. Um, I do loads of, I talk a lot about manifestation, um, work a lot with coaches and yeah, I think that's everything. About to be a dog mom this weekend, which we've just said. <laughs> I'm literally so excited for you. Like, I can't wait. I'm going to be watching your stories every single day. <laughs> My Instagram is going to turn into like just puppy feed. I think. Yeah, um, I can't wait. yeah. I live in live in Cheshire with my boyfriend, and I think that's pretty much everything I can think of to say about myself. Amazing. <laughs> so I'm really, really excited to talk a lot more about like the money mindset, and I know you love to talk about like showing up as your best client. So I'm really excited to talk more in depth about that because I feel like that's such a huge part of like working through your mindset blocks around money and then you know actually manifesting your desires like actually showing up as like your best client as your best self um so with like money mindset like you said you do a lot of like walking working through like blocks um limiting beliefs um are there any like really big ones that come up a lot that you think would be really useful to kind of work through on here yeah for sure there's something that um I think most women and especially women who are in business, because when, when we start our businesses, we basically enter into this big personal development journey that like throws all, all of the limiting beliefs and all the stuff we've kind of like pushed to the back of our brains come flying to the forefront and we have to deal with them. So like for women, usually the biggest ones are I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they're pretty much the same thing, to be honest. And, and I see a lot of women have... Um, a tendency to think that they need to work harder and do more and it's like I need to work harder for money I need to do more I'm not doing enough and actually what people are usually doing with that is just trying to overcompensate for some sort of lack and the lack is usually the lack of feeling good enough and feeling worthy Mm. it's never really about the amount of hours that we work and I'm I'm, I'm constantly saying that to people Um, so those are probably the biggest ones and there's also who am I to be the person who has these goals and who am I to have these conversations about money and to to lead the way for other people? Again, it's the, it's the same kind of thing. And the thing that I notice the most with, especially women in business, but I think all women when it comes to money, is that they are usually basing their fears around what other people will think, what other people will say, how people will perceive them, how people will judge them. And when people come to work with me on on money blocks and stuff, it's very, very rare that we'll actually sit and talk about, 
even even numbers like like just the concept of of money or cash because it's not that big a deal what they're actually really worried about is being someone who's going to get judged on a bigger scale by other people mm. so really when it comes to your relationship with money that's the place I always I always start with people like let's look at your relationship with other people and what you've made that mean mm-hmm that's so so true and everything that you just said are like things that I've had to work through myself and like all of my clients you know yeah. they're always the biggest ones and I feel like being worthy um especially like with receiving more money receiving more clients I feel could be a really good thing to kind of dive deeper in because there's so many people who will come to me and I'm sure you probably have the same where they're you know I desire this you know I want to get more clients you know I want to build my business all of these things that they want to achieve but then it's not happening and they're like oh I'm doing everything I'm supposed to again it's that working harder I'm working more I'm putting so much effort in yet they're still not getting their desired result and it is so much down to not actually feeling worthy of it so what would you kind of say to someone who is in that mindset like how can you kind of identify that you are like like you are feeling in lack of like worthiness because I think this is something I didn't realize I had to work through so much before I was like, oh, actually, I, you know, I'm saying I want this money, I want these clients, but I don't actually feel worthy of them. So how can you like identify that limiting belief? Because it can probably be quite deep in your subconscious sometimes as well. It definitely is. Yeah, good question. And it shows up in different ways as well. So sometimes it shows up in the way that we behave rather than the things that we're actually thinking. So if, for example, you've got um you're let's say you're in business and you're reluctant to raise your prices because you think that people will not be able to afford it or people will go to somebody who's doing what you do and you just think that like they've been doing it longer and they're just they just seem better and they're more likely to get clients than you are that's often an indication of like we just we feel that we're not we're not good enough um for sometimes for women who are working um loads of hours like loads and loads of hours like at the time when everybody else really has clocked off a long time ago and I see sometimes especially people who are new to building their business working more and more and more and more um and not really giving themselves time to take a break and feeling like if I can just get to this place where I feel like I've done enough then it will be good enough so if that's a pattern that anyone is feeling like within them like they they really have to put more into it I'm sorry to say but it's probably stemming from a place of not feeling good enough and not feeling worthy enough because if we are trying to overcompensate with um the amount of hours that we put in it's almost like we're proving ourselves like who am I to have that money yeah but I've worked really hard for it so therefore I can justify it therefore it's okay like if some if somebody on the street said like who do you think you are charging people the amount of money that you charge for and you say but I work really hard for this I've built this business and you tell the story of like being someone who's built it up for the ground and that makes you feel a little bit better there's something in there as well it's almost like you have to prove your worth or you have to prove that to other people so I think those are probably the two most common ones but anything that probably as we're speaking now if if anyone's got this going on they'll already they'll know it through some patterns that they've got and some potential exploration that they've done into their mindset in terms of what is going on that's stopping me from raising my rates or stopping me from having really empowered conversations with clients that I know I can help so so true and they are they said they're so they're patterns that you know, you might not even realize that 
you know, it's happening more. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of people listening to this right now just sitting there like nodding their head like, oh my God, yeah, yeah. okay, that's me. Uh, yeah. So if there is a woman like that that's listening right now who doesn't feel worthy and she's realized the pattern, she's noticed them, how can she kind of break those patterns? How can she feel more worthy of receiving money and of doing the things that she wants to do without feeling like she has to prove herself and work so hard and, you know, just feel like they have to, you know, make it known that they've worked so hard for you know what they are going to receive yeah well and that's the question isn't it and this is where I do some like really really deep dive work with my clients into because not everyone has this belief for the same reason but society generally reinforces it a lot so like if there's something in you that's feeling not not particularly good enough or like you need to try harder or something like that and then you're hearing things like um, people slate, I don't know, like the Kardashians or something for the amount of money that they've got. And like, it's just perpetually saying like women who've got a lot of money um, are not seen as, as great role models. Typically Mm -hmm. they're seen as people who've just like been really lucky, been incredibly lucky and have got more than everybody else and should do more to help people. So this narrative is going on like, a lot so anyone who's who's feeling that maybe like this kind of stuff is coming up for them the first thing that I would do um is to really take a look at your money story and when we say money story we're basically looking back at what your relationship with money has been and how you have seen it operate in your life what you've been told about it what you ultimately believe to be true about it what you believe to be true about the way that you can earn it and will earn it and the the, what you also believe to be true about people who will pay you for that as well and just really get clear and start to write all of these beliefs out and once you've got that you will start to see where you've got things that are like in your favor that look like really positive beliefs and things that are ultimately stopping you and blocking you from moving forward. Because if you've got a belief, you can't out manifest a limiting belief. So if you've got a belief that people won't pay me more than X amount an hour for what I do, as an example, then you will only ever attract clients who are willing to go up to that rate. Like you will see that it's possible for other people and you'll see them being paid for it. And then when you try and broach that conversation with potential clients, you'll be met with, Mm-mm, absolutely not, I wish I could afford that, but I can't, or, or something like that. So you'll really start to see how your limiting beliefs are playing out for you in your life. It's a complete manifestation. You can't out-manifest beyond it. So really start to look at all the evidence that you've got for that. Start to look at how this is um, playing out in your life and how your money story is operating for you now because all of our beliefs are most of our personality anyway is is built in our minds before we reach the age of seven um when our brains are are being formed at the age of seven we've taken in so much information from around the world and that's what we believe and we just manifest more and more evidence of that as we go so anything that like if you remember your parents having an argument when you were five about money and someone didn't have enough cash to do something or something and and you remember thinking like if we had more money we wouldn't have these kinds of problems my parents would be happy I would like maybe I can make them happy all you know those things like that's a really common thing I've got so many clients who've got stories like that and memories like that and if you remember that then there's a very very high chance 
as in 100%, that that is playing out for you in your life now as a business owner. And that you're thinking, like, if, if I could just get to a certain place with money, then everything would be okay. If money wasn't such a big thing and I didn't make it into a big deal, then my life would be easier. And then you've got all these conflicting beliefs because ultimately that's not what your soul wants. Your soul wants you to rise and rise and rise and do more and have more impact and do more of the things that you love. Yeah. But on a tangent there. <laughs> so true, though. And, like, what you were saying, like, you know, up until the age of seven, like you literally are just like a sponge and you take on so much. Um, And I was talking about this the other day of like, when you think of it, like how there's so many limiting beliefs that you probably have and they're not actually even yours. And like you said, actually writing them all down and then looking and thinking, actually, no, I don't believe that. Like a big one for me was always like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, Uh, we aren't made of money. And those are things that people constantly say like people say them you know you hear them most days and you know you don't realize how deeply instilled that is in you um until you actually sit and look at it and it can be it's a hard thing to do like to sit there and lay out all your limiting beliefs and you know actually see what is true and what you have just you know had put on you that you you know have believed to be true for so many years and then it's about you know rewiring and you know reframing those thoughts um it's like that was like a big one for me yeah like not being able to afford things like we can never afford that you know you can't have that because we can't do it and that's what I saw all of my childhood so now it's then you know working through that looking at those limiting beliefs and being reframing them and being like rather than you know if there is something you physically can't afford right now saying things like you know I, you know, when I'll get that rather than like, if I can get that or mm, I'm not really wanting to get that right now, but I might soon, things like that um, yeah. can be really powerful. It's a like a hard process to work through, um, but it can be so powerful. There's so many things, yeah, that are just so deeply like instilled into your mind. Yeah. You don't even realize until you sit and really work through them. Definitely, definitely there are. And I think there's... Um, I'm going, to, I'm going to bring in a, a controversial word here and say trauma as well. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people think that trauma is like, you know, like the, the what people might call the really significant stuff that mm-hmm. happens to people that, you know, we, we just, God forbid that would happen to, to anyone, you know, kind of thing. But trauma is not always trauma with a capital T. Trauma can be trauma with a, a small, a little T as well. Um, and sometimes like remembering events that have happened and remembering like really hard times or remembering being so so devastated because you wanted to to go on a school trip with all of your friends and you couldn't afford it stuff like that Mm. it's not really like a a big deal in the world like it's not traumatic but to a child it is Mm. and like that stuff like if you can remember things from your childhood that when you remember them now if you really went in you would still feel that that like sting behind of the tears behind your eyes like mm. that is something that's still playing out and it's something that is energetically the memory's being locked into your body so what I do with people rather than go all in like let's do loads of affirmations and start to reprogram things differently um sometimes we take a deeper look at what's actually going on beneath the surface and like is there a memory that has ultimately been so upsetting to you as a child and it will seem really trivial because when you say it out loud it will but or you might think it will but when you actually go into it and you look at what's going on there the association that your nervous system has built with that memory and that experience 
is playing up playing out for you as a as the female adult business owner that you are today mm-hmm. and it might be like if if people are, are saying um oh sorry my payment's late can I just get back to you later and you've got all these this like lack of boundaries for example where you're you know, like you're not willing to chase people at the payment because they might think you're a bad person or or you just like you don't want the conflict and, and that kind of stuff all of that stems from something that's been an experience for you when you were young so like taking the time to actually go into these really deep inner emotional experiences is ultimately what will allow you to emerge as a new person who isn't doing doing everything you can do in spite of that horrible feeling that you've got inside yourself you just the feeling isn't there anymore when you've released it and that's so powerful and it's funny that you were saying that actually because I was talking to someone about that the other day of um like a really seems so insignificant when you say it now but I remember um as a child I went in school it always happened every single time I remember this one time it was non-uniform day and um like my mum just couldn't afford to do the donation so we could wear on uniform and I was the only person in uniform and everybody else is you know in their nice clothes and it was that oh I'm not good enough you know I can't afford to do that they're better than me you know they're rich they have money they can do that and I can't Mm -hmm. and it's crazy how you can then take that into your adult life and again this is something I literally only just you know remembered that thing that happened only just a few weeks ago and it's just so crazy how then you can then again like you said of like pricing things and feeling good enough compared to other people um and being able to do that and being able to afford things and to do things and not to feel like you're the odd one out like it's it's so crazy how that can be taken into your adult life and you don't even realize it until you deeply look at it and then you have to do like you said the work on reframing it and learning from it and releasing it as well yeah yeah that's that's such a good example of of everything I was just saying there it's like it's pro it's really insignificant like nothing bad happened you were you were fed you were clothed you were in mm. school you had parents who loved you all of that but on on that day as that little girl like you you probably felt so upset and so like why am I the only why am I the only child who's not and it's like it's really traumatizing for a child mm. and it, you know parents bless bless all parents don't always know how they can avoid like creating experiences like that mm-hmm. and most of the time we'll have these experiences and we'll we'll feel those pangs of hurt regardless of how we've been brought up like there will always be memories and stuff but we then make it mean something so in that example the young version of you like you just said made it mean like I'm the odd one out like we've got less money than everybody else and it probably feels like everybody's looking at me and everybody's judging me and Mm. the fact that you've been able to overcome that and to build the business that you got and be visible on on social media and stuff is just testament to show that like even if you've got those limiting beliefs and those experiences and those things that have happened and that you could have used that as a story to let that holds you back forever mm. but clearly you haven't yeah and it's true and it is it's hard work and it's there's a lot to do and it's very emotional and like I said the things that you don't even realize are even there you know there's always going to be that inner work to do but when you do it it's so powerful on how yeah you can use that for for good rather than yeah letting it be something that limits you and holds you back yeah yeah I like everybody everyone has 
something and even if they don't like you said it it took you a long time to even remember that but um usually when I'm working like one-on-one with a client we'll we'll look at what's going on in their business now and then we'll look at where they've ever felt emotions like that before and then we'll pinpoint it back and we usually go right back through the timeline and then their brain just pops up with this memory just like yours and and goes this is going to sound really stupid but I've just had this flashback to being in the playground when I was five and I'm like this is it. This is gold. This is what, this is where everything stemmed from. This is what we need to release. And we, we do some, some deep transformational work with it to release that, to release the stored energy that's in your body. That's basically creating experiences that manifest more of the same kind of feeling or avoidance of more of the same kind of feeling. Yeah. It's so powerful, isn't it? It's so, so powerful how, you know, all these things that he said, like, as a child, it was such a big thing, but now you look back, like I remember when I said that and I was just like, oh, that feels so silly, like that I just couldn't wear non-uniform, but how that then, yeah, like you said, it continues to manifest in your life as you get yeah. older and you don't even realize until you suddenly get to a point and you're like, oh shit, this is it, okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, you can yeah. lead it all the way back. Um, but so for anyone who is kind of going through that and is going through and they're working through those limiting beliefs, what would you kind of say to them when, it gets to that point where something hard really does come up and it's whether you, it's that like fight or flight response. Like what would you say to someone who's ready, who's in that position right now? And they're like, what do I do? Like, do I fight it and do I work through it or do I just run away from it again? Like, what would you say to help them get through it? Yeah. And, and like, I think you've got to know like what is, what is the, the right thing that you can approach yourself and um, sometimes we just need to give ourselves a bit of a break with it but like I was having a boxer conversation with a client last night and she she as we were talking she realized that she had this limiting belief and I was like okay all of your work now needs to be focused on getting rid of this belief because it's holding her back in so many areas of business and she keeps like changing her mind about things and second guessing herself because it's holding her back. So it's quite clear that there is, now she's identified it, there's nothing else that she needs to do that's more important than that. And like, it's the same goes for everyone. Of course, if you've got the, if you've got the benefit of having a coach who can lead you through it, then great. They, they will take you through that really quickly. Um, but not everybody does and not everyone's in that point. So the first and most important thing to do is to get really, really clear with yourself as to, how you're feeling, what the emotion is, the ultimate emotion that's coming up for you in business and where you felt that before and throw some love at the the little girl version of you who had that experience in the playground or in, you know, with the parents fighting or, or whatever. And I would, I would just go, what's that phrase we used on our mastermind last week? I would go ham on it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ham or tofu if you're vegan. Yeah, and like if you if you feel like okay, I want to tackle this myself, and I'm just ready to go with it. Um, pull up the EFT videos, the the tapping videos on YouTube. Do some tapping. Do some deep journaling. Do some forgiveness work. Like there's there's so much stuff that you can do, and it should help, and it it should help it to shift. Ultimately, I think that the best thing that you can do is to um, is to work with someone. I think. I think all coaches should have coaches and I don't think um, it's a surprise to say that because we're coaches, but like but whatever, you know, whatever your profession is, um, like if the, the number one thing that you think is holding you back is probably the number one thing that you should get um, somebody to help you out with. So it's so much easier. And if you can't do that, find a mastermind partner or someone who can help you and 
you know whatever it is that you can do but it's so important to be able to really have the experience of feeling like I just don't feel limited by that anymore and you'll know like you will know like you will know like you will know when you've released it mm. if it feels like oh it feels kind of better no it's more work to do mm. yeah you definitely know you know yeah. when it's <laughs> when it's happened yeah amazing I feel like this has been such a powerful conversation I feel like I've got so much from this conversation so I know everyone listening is going to as well and it's just so important to you know give yourself like love in that time and do things that you know something that I did like was just doing things that I would love to have done as a child and it seems silly when you're a grown-up but you know like going on a swing in a park like when's the last time you did that something that feels really fun like going to like a soft play center and just you know going and just having fun and just you know doing the things that you used to do as a child that gave you so much joy you know just doing something like that really really helps in that process I found as well yeah 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 definitely like you would never look at the the three or four year old version of yourself and say you're not good enough Mm. you would never say that to a little girl but we say it to ourselves all the time Mm. And it's like you you need to you need to give her the love and the reassurance as an adult now that she maybe needed on that day that she didn't get. Mm. Yeah. So mm. powerful. Well, thank you so, so much. Um, I know this is gonna help so many people. Um, obviously there is so much more work that can be done on your mindset around these topics. Um, and yeah, do you wanna let everyone know where they can find you if they desire to learn more from you, uh, if they want the puppy spam as well? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling a puppy account's gonna be creative. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, but yeah, on Instagram, it's underscore Jennifer Grace r-a-c-e underscore um and because we're on a podcast i mentioned the podcast as well because podcast people are podcast people aren't they so my podcast is mindset money and manifestations um and that's in all the usual places amazing thank you so so much for coming on today and i'm sure we'll be speaking again soon yeah thank you so much Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you're leaving with some huge takeaways. And if you desire to learn more about building a successful business whilst working less and earning more than you ever have before, whilst healing your money mindset and manifesting your dream life, then head over to my Instagram page at CoachedByM. And again, thank you for being here and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.